Welcome to the Femme du Soleil podcast, created for the woman who loves to walk on sunshine, dream big and takes yes as her only answer. My name is Sabrina Weber. I'm your host, business and lifestyle coach for the visionary, fellow big dreamer and palm tree enthusiast. Join me as we have casual conversations over a coconut latte on all things soul work, personal branding, manifestation, parenting and so much more. I'm here for the magic. Are you? It is Femme du Soleil time again. Welcome back, ladies. Um, today's guest, oh my goodness, you're going to love her so much. She is an international best-selling author, award-winning entrepreneur, speaker, co-founder of Tribe of Traders, and creator of Trilogy and Transformation and the Attune to Prosperity brand. Judy has, over the past 20-plus years, built and sold numerous multi-million dollar businesses in many categories, including starting the first ever online coaching business in 2000. Mic drop. Oh my goodness, Judy V, welcome. <laughs> I'm so honored and excited to have you. Thanks, Sabrina. It's um it's just so amazing to be here to chat to you. Thank you. My pleasure. So obviously, with a background like this, the pressing thing everyone wants to talk about with you is money. <laughs> um <laughs> Well, you know, on top of all of that, I'm obviously curious how, you know, how have you become the GDV you are today? And I want to dig into that question with a second question, which is what is your relationship to money now versus, let's say, 20 years ago? Well, so amazing questions. Yes. So, um, it is a lot more intentional now um, than it was 20 years ago. Um, and I appreciate it so much more now than I did 20 years ago, because 20 years ago, I didn't realize it was a, a thing for people to struggle with money. I've never struggled with money. Mm -hmm. So before I go much too much into that, um, just to backtrack a little bit, and you said, so what makes me me? Mm -hmm. um, and I had the great fortune and also the incredible challenge of having an incredibly extraordinary childhood, um, essentially. And, and this might be triggering for, for some listeners, but um, just bear with me on this. Um, <laughs> but um, I was essentially locked up from, a, from about the age of three until I escaped in my early 20s and, and tortured. And it was very, an extremely brutal um, almost two decades of my life, um, extreme torture and used as a slave in every way. And um, so I say it was a great challenge, it was, but it was also a great blessing because during that time, completely isolated from society, not educated, no friends, no interaction with society, um, I had the most extraordinary out-of-body experiences where I got to see the most extraordinary truth 
about who we are and what life is all about. I'll never forget the first one that I had. And when I experienced it, I, I, I had an overwhelming sense of something I could not recognize because I had never felt it before. I was about 15 years old. And it wasn't until like, when I was immersed in this sort of out-of-body experience and after a little while that I realized, oh my God, this is love. What I actually felt was the most extraordinary sense of love. And being in an out-of-body experience, I was able to look at my inner myself as this injured girl, wounded girl, and just pour such universal compassionate love onto this child and in that moment I got I got to experience that we are so much more than a mortal body I was I literally felt like I was one with the universe there's a oneness I was one with the leaves I could hear rustling I was one with the grass being cut that I could smell I was one with the birds that were flying around and chirping I could I could I could feel one with them one with everything and there was no separation and that was the most extraordinary experience and that was like at first it was like wow it was crazy it was it was just bizarre um and it, the feeling I got of this love, compassion, gave me a sense of joy, of happiness, of peace, of massive sense of expansion. And that became my being state. Joyful, peace, happy for no reason irrespective of what my mortal body was experiencing. And when I like go, oh my gosh, when I realized that, when I felt that, and that, because up, up until that moment, the moments before I had this experience, I literally felt like a piece of meat that lived only because my heart beat. That's how I felt, empty, dead, worthless, pointless, too pointless to even die. You know, that's how empty I was. Wow, and, I got it. Um, yes. hmm. It was the most extraordinary experience. And, and then I got this, this uh, feeling of, of expansion, this love, this joy, this happiness. And, and with, uh, with that, I was able, it was almost like all the past experiences collapsed into the one where I was able to just envelope myself with love and this sense of joy and happiness. And at the same time, I could see that I could see potentiality. I could see infinite potentiality. I could see not, not in, a, not in a, a movie style, like I could see myself in the future doing this, this, and this, but I could sense, is more the word, I could sense my future. I knew what I was going to create in my life. I just knew it. And then when I came back into my body, I was instantaneously a very different girl, very different. I knew from that moment on, you could break my body, but you will never, no one will ever break my spirit. 
my soul, my being. And because of what I experienced, I, I had no doubt, no doubt that I would create exactly what I would love in life. I knew it on a cellular level. It was that moment where your sympathetic, parasympathetic nervous system is combined. The prana is alive. It's electric. It's, it's so powerful. I just knew it. And then it took me another few years to escape. And it, it's because you want you get win this experience. I got a different concept, a different understanding of time. Because I, what, what we in society understand is time is very linear, and and we and we don't do ourselves any favors in understanding time in a linear perspective. Rather, we be wise to look at time from a very different perspective. So the few years it took me to escape was like a moment in time, but it was powerful experience nonetheless. Torture didn't stop, it continued, but it wasn't that I was a piece of meat, just lived because my heart beat. I was now joyful, happy, empowered. And I, yeah, it was, there were some rough times, but I wasn't broken and I was preparing myself for when I escaped. When I did, I created a life that was 1000% not predictable. When I escaped, I had to leave the country. This all happened in Ireland. I had to leave the country because I would be found. I escaped in the middle of the night and later that day, I had a ticket. I'd escaped with a small bag of old tattered clothes, a, Wuthering, a copy of Wuthering Heights book and a um, couple of paintings that I had done. That was it. It was like, that was it. I had, I had nothing else. I'd managed to get my hands on money. I'd managed to get a ticket to London and I managed to land in London in, in November um, at 8.40 in the evening, knowing no one, with nothing, uneducated, alone in the world. Within one week, I had two job offers. I ended up taking the one job that was, it's gonna sound really weird considering the depth of my spiritual experiences, but I, was, I became a trading accountant on the trading floor for an oil and gas company in London, earning six figures. And this was in the early nineties. It was, that was your first job. First ever job, wow. not educated, not educated, unsocialized. And that was my first job. And from there on, um, you know, my experiences with money have been um, extraordinary. I mean, I've, money has just never been an issue for me. And I honestly believe it's because I understand that we put so much emphasis in society on money. We talk about money blueprints. We talk about money blocks. It's that money is just the symptom. It's the byproduct. It's the result. We are wise to step back from all of that. That's why I call, and this is why my work is so much around money. Because in my world, money is the gift that keeps on giving. Because how much we have, how much abundance we have to the extent to which it supports our values and our desires and our vision for the life we dream of, how much we have and hold on to and able to grow is 100% a reflection of our being state, our energetic being state and the mm -hmm. connection we have with that.
that is and if we have lack in any way that is where we're not able to live to the full extent of our potential to the fullest extent of our dreams if we're not able to do that that's why the money or the lack of money that you have will be an indicator of what that of, of that of it being from that there's a block an energetic block a a, a conditioning a, a coding that needs releasing and then when you release it, the money flows. That's why it's the gift that keeps on giving. It lets you know there's a problem. And then when you deal with it, the money just flows. What's not to love about money? And, oh, um, yes. I, I love this so much. I couldn't agree more. And, you know, it's like, like you say, we put so much emphasis on the money itself, where instead we need to look at us being the vessel to hold it is that what you're saying right like we need to find ourselves being capable and able to hold it and keep it safe and circulate well it yeah it's it's like who are we what are who are we what because we you know when we have what the most empowered way to live and I I was um, a, a motto that any area of life you're overpowered you're not sorry any area of life you're not empowered you will be overpowered if you're not empowered financially you cannot be empowered in life mm-hmm. and one of the things that um stops us from being empowered is that we get trapped in and um subordinate ourselves to the emotional coding conditioning pacifying that we and distraction that we have been taught to buy into in this modern day society we are not taught to be being state first we are taught to be human first and when you understand that the human the ego is by its very definition based on survival and triggered by survival, responds to survival. Our brain is not wired and designed for joy and happiness, is designed for survival when we're living from from the human ego place because we operate from the hindbrain, the the amygdala, the the critical brain, the, the monkey brain. There's so many different words for it but it's essentially the amygdala, which is at the back of your skull. That's where we operate. That's where all our energy goes and all that energy that goes into that part of the brain is focused 100% on survival. Survival by its very definition is lack because there are only two options, there's life or death. So we're constantly running from prey, seeking predator. And it's like this dance of predator, prey, predator, prey, support and challenge, support and challenge. And there's very limited and in that predictable results you will ever get. You will never step into the magic of abundance, extraordinary, exquisite, phenomenal possibility when you are trapped in the living in that masculine energy of the ego and the human the so other how do you escape that cycle then by reconnecting to your soul to the heart and soul of who you are your spirit when you connect in with that that extraordinary place of being and the only way we can do that is then by releasing the emotional coding the conditioning and understanding the 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 
understanding the wobbly foundations that we have built life on. And when we start shifting that, start unraveling that, because we become, when we live a life, and we do, this starts when we're neonates, before we're even born, our parents are inadvertently setting us up like this because they were set up like that. It is nothing, even most well-meaning well parents, it is, it is just innate in our society that this is how we have been conditioned to live, to live in the human, live in the mortal, and live in that place. Now, when we allow that part of our existence, which is 10% of our true potential, it, because it's very limited, because we only create predictable results. There's no magic. We are magical beings. We are unstoppable. We are massive. We are expansive. We're one of the universe. We are here and have the ability in our innate power to create magic. But the only way we do that is by being and, uh, and living from our being state, our feminine energy, our empowered state, our, our, our extraordinary place of love, compassion, empathy, and appreciation. When we can be that for no reason, you, you allow that part of us, part of you, to be the master, to be the leader. And here's the important point, and a lot of people miss this, like the yogis, the spiritual people say, it's all about the being state. It's all about, you know, um, at the top of a mountain. No, it's not, okay? It's not all about that. It might be a part of it, but it's all about that. And then you've got people who live in this sort of trapped place of the, um, of the human. It is about what I call marrying your inner technology with your outer technology. It's a marrying the masculine human of who we are, which, which has our mortal desires, it has an important place on this planet, marrying that with our outer technology, which is our, our universal state, our higher state, our super conscious, our um, yeah, the universal part of us. So marrying those together. And when we marry them, we create a life of possibility and potentiality. And that's when magic happens. That's when we are empowered, truly empowered. That's where we start living to the fullest extent of our potential. Mm, wow. I just want to real quick circle back before we carry on to what you're saying is for no reason. I think that is really important to be highlighted yeah. because, you know, we tend to, and it's a human thing, right? We tend to always wait for a reason to be happy, to be free, to feel abundant, to X, Y, C. And what you're saying, and I resonate with that fully, is just be that now without any reason, even if you're circumstances in if you're living whatever if that doesn't match up yeah. be happy anyway be joyful yes. anyway go freaking love the world anyway like you did as an incredible 15 year old I mean I can't even believe it um and then the magic is unlocked right it starts to unlock then you can start to unlock it yes um and here's the, here's the thing, no matter where you are, no matter what, where you are in life, no matter what the scenario, the situation is that you are in right now, you can change it so fast. It's not a case of, oh, well, I'm lucky I started young. It's, it's, it, 
it's like it's can you can have this experience this transformation at any stage no matter how much debt you're in no matter how much trauma that's going on in your relationships no matter how hard your history is no matter how challenging your life has been it does not matter at all where you are right now you can change it fast when you understand what I'm explaining when you understand it all starts from your being state when you reconnect to your heart which no no it's more than that you reconnect to your soul mm. when you reconnect to your soul when you connect when you allow yourself your soul to reconnect to the vastness of the universe the perfection the abundance of the universe when you start to really experience that that's when the magic starts to happen. That's when you are able to start seeing, you know, and, and this is something I, I, I work with people to take them to this, and, but you can do it yourself. Here's, a, if, I, if I may, Sabrina, just take two minutes to, talk, to yes, explain please. something that I often suggest to people. And, and it's extremely telling. If you can just go somewhere quiet where you're not gonna be disturbed and just take a few very deep breaths, Breathing is a massive, massive part of reconnecting with your soul, right? We don't breathe properly in, in, in our society. So take some really deep, deep breaths. You know, deliberately, intentionally relax your body. Make sure that you're, you're in a safe place so that you can 100% just relax your body. Make sure you've got at least five minutes that you're not going to be interrupted. And then just close your eyes and imagine that you are in the middle of a field, in the middle of nowhere. There, is, there are no buildings, there are no people, there is no airplanes, no cars, there is nothing. For miles and miles around, you are in a field, in the middle of a field, on your own, perfectly safe. You are 100% safe, absolutely 100% safe. And there's nothing around. There's just the trees, the birds, the wind, the sun, the grass, the reeds, the sound of the wind and the leaves. That's it. You're standing there naked on your own, perfectly safe. And you just stand there in that nature. You just experience that connection with the feeling the, the wind on your face, the sun on your skin, the birds whistling, the feathers ruffling in the birds' wings, the trees rustling, the leaves rustling, the, the reeds rustling with the wind, and just connect in with those parts of the universe and feel your soul expanding, feel your heart bursting as you connect with the beauty, the perfection, the abundance of the universe, and then allow yourself to feel joy for that connection, for being connected to something so vast, so perfect, so beautiful, so extraordinary and so magical. Feel that joy, feel the happiness, feel the, the, feel the happiness sort of build up in your body. Feel the gratitude, the compassion, the empathy, 
this, that practice in itself is tremendous. Joy for no reason, not because of the clothes you've got, not because of the success, not because of the job you're getting or got, the business you've got or you're getting, the partner you've got or you're getting, the children you've got or you're getting, not because of any of that, just because you are breathing life along with the wind, the sun, the leaves, the trees, the birds, the grass. That is extraordinary. Some people find it a little bit difficult to do at first, but practice that. Just spend five minutes, not even five minutes a day and practice it, reconnect with your soul. You'll find tremendous joy there. And when you find tremendous joy, you get insight into the extraordinary potential that you really do have, not what your ego or your human tells you that you have or it thinks that you have, but your real potential. So beautiful. Oh, I just want to stay in that field. <laughs> so lovely. Oh. It is, it is, it is, it is. It really is. It's a, just when you stop feeling that love. Now, a lot of people do feel teary. They feel they struggle with it because to they feel that it's the armor is too strong to let go they need protection but hey there's nothing more powerful to protect you than your soul your soul is infinite it's immortal your your human is mortal and finite this is why i say that we talk so much about mindset our mindset is the result of our ego therefore it's by definition finite it's predictable. So that's why I always talk about our soul set. It's mm -hmm. the soul set that sets us free. And when we marry that with an empowered mindset, that's where magic happens. Absolutely. This is so powerful. Wow. Yes. And such a beautiful reminder. You know, I feel like so many of us are somewhere aware of somehow aware of this truth but we're too busy you know life is too busy and then we don't implement we don't actually go there and really sit and listen and breathe and we just kind of brush it off and, and run through it and we're busy doing yeah. that and busy doing that and life goes on and it's this carousel of yeah doing but it's like yeah. One, one of the things I say, a lot of people say to me, well, how do I do it? Well, by the time you're asking how, by the time you're having the thought, you're in the mindset. So if the thought that you're having is not aligned with this expansive place of beauty and perfection, it's a sign you, you'd be wise to reconnect with that expansive soul, your soul state, your soul set, your, your spirit. By the time we have the thought, by the time we're asking how, the what, or by the time we're saying, will I get this client? Will I make enough money? It's you're, you're, you're in the mess already. You're in the mindset. That's when we need to get back into the soul set. And when you're in the soul place, you have absolute faith. You have absolute trust. 
even though you have absolutely no evidence of what it is you're having faith in is, is going to manifest, it's going to create, it's going to happen. But it does. And it will. Every single time without fail. And I am 100% categoric, and I'm not, too, not a fan of that word, but I'm categoric about it. It will happen 100%. It can be no other way. Mm. And for everyone listening who feels like, yeah, you know, it's not my experience or I can't quite believe that, take Judy as your expander, you know, your life, Judy, is absolute proof of that, right? Like if, yep. you, if anyone looks at you from outside perspective of what you've gone through and what you've created, it works. Well, just like I, 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 we we can talk about my life and go into it a little bit more. Like, but that, and I can do that. But my, I know I have experienced it with people I've worked with, but for like twenty years, you know, I've been shot, I've been raped, I've had the most brutal home abortions. I've not been able to have kids uh, because of the damage that's been done. Um, I have had. Um, been gang raped have had knives stuck inside me you it's been horrendous okay and today this month I celebrate 22 years with my best friend my lover my business partner my absolute soulmate husband mm. oh I'm so grateful for him wow 22 years given that experience that is not predictable this man is extraordinary he's one in a million one in a billion. And I wouldn't have that if I didn't absolutely live what I'm saying. When I escaped, I, and I was an accountant on a trading floor, I also played in an orchestra in London. I played violin in an orchestra in London. I represented South Africa at world championships, scuba diving. I was a national swimming champion. I was a national skiing champion. I was a competitive pilot who was sponsored by corporates. I, was, um, I have created history-making businesses in a number of countries. I have changed the law in two countries around protection of women and children. And I'm only just getting started. You're, you're just, my mind is beyond blown, Judy. <laughs> what all, I'm just saying, if, if you need evidence, mm. how did I do that? I have made one million bucks twice in my life in a phone call, on one phone call, twice in my life. I've made multi, multi millions, but twice in my life I've made one million in one phone call. That is not predictable. This is what the power of potentiality is. This is the power of possibility and potentiality. When there's absolutely no evidence, but you believe it, you trust it, it's 100% aligned with your heart and soul desires, you will create it. It can be no other way. The only thing that stops us is the human and the ego. But we can't do it without the human and ego. So don't make that mistake. We can't do it without it. It's about marrying the two together. 
Yes. Yes. And that brings me actually to, I have two more questions for you. And so the next one is just in line with that. What are three tangible tips or things people can implement right away for someone who wants to really start with that work, start being way more conscious with their wealth creation, who wants to be more aligned with their soul and, and that no reason, joy, what a free thing someone can implement after this. Well, sure. the, the first thing is I would absolutely do that exercise about being in the field. Mm -hmm. And if you're very uncomfortable about being naked, and the reason why I say being naked, so you, so you love your body, you're not hiding your body behind clothes. Because so, so many of us, especially most women, we beat ourselves up about our body. So that's why I'm saying just be naked and love it for it. And if you've really struggled being naked, then have clothes on, loose clothes on, right, in your vision. And but slowly work towards being naked. As every part of you is perfect as it is. It's your body is perfect for your vision of the life you were born to create. It is perfect. So that, that's the first thing. The second thing is start, make a list. This, and this is make a list of absolutely everything that you cannot put your hand on your heart for and say you love it. So if you've got anything in your life that you feel angry about, hurt about, upset about, charged about, angry about, resentful for, shame, guilt, regret, fear, any of those low vibrational emotional states, make a list. And this next step is a little bit harder. How can you love that experience? How can you love it? When you love it, when you learn to love whatever it is that you've experienced that you that is now owning you, running you, charging you, bleeding your energy, stopping you from reconnecting to your true soul. It's trapping you, it's, it's creating an energetic knot. When we start, we start unraveling all these knots, when we start letting go of all the charges, all these charges that we carry around and this is a very important part of the trilogy of transformation. It's the first step. It's three steps. This is a charge your challenges. This is to find the perfection in that experience. Now, I want, to, I want to make something really, really clear here. Find the perfection on a soul level. That does not mean you condone people having done bad things, nasty things, cruel things as in the human. Okay. We have a society that deals with that. So for example, I eventually many years later went back to Ireland and I reported people and they went to jail. That's appropriate, but it doesn't mean it runs me. It doesn't mean I'm charged. It doesn't mean, I actually went to see, my father was the biggest cop. I went to see him and I went before he died in prison. And I told him I loved him and I was grateful because I could see the perfection on a soul level of the experiences that he put me through. It doesn't mean I condone it in the mortal way, in the mortal world. That's a thing that people often forget. It's not about condoning, but it's about letting it go for yourself. How did it, how did it benefit? Where's the love in that experience? Because my work is 
that there is love in all challenges, no matter what. There's not if it's this type or that type, or it's yeah, but this one, or maybe this one and not that one. Nope. Every challenge is an act of love if you look properly. And when you find that love, what happens is you stop being you stop being on the spectrum of polarized, you bring it back into balance. And what happens energetically, it literally lights, creates light. That is love. And your heart opens and you've got tears in your eyes, you've got goosebumps all the way down your body. And that's when your, um, your sympathetic, parasympathetic nervous system merges, creates the most extraordinary energy in your prana that goes up to your brain, shifts you out of the amygdala into the forebrain, the telecephalon, which is the part of your brain that has the connection to the heart and the universe. This is something that is extraordinarily difficult for some people, for a lot of people to do on everything, but even just the act of writing it down and opening that line of inquiry with your heart. Where is the love? Where is the gift? Where is the blessing? No matter what. Uh, That's the, 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 but just bringing it out into the conscious mind and start and start when you write it down, you're seeing it, you're looking at it, just seeing it. You start to see how it is running you, how it is trapping you, how it is keeping you blocked how is keeping you stifled how is keeping you trapped how is nodding you how it is knotting you in chains weighing you down with links being added every day month year we live getting heavier and heavier you start seeing it and the more you see it the more you open up the the dialogue the the communication with yourself where's the love blessing where's the how on a soul level how did this help me? And then the, the third one is a lot more practical. And that is the extraordinary thing that I've found and experienced in working with is that they would love to build wealth. They'd love to have financial freedom. They'd love to um, be financially secure. And people, so many people are what we don't understand what it means to be financially secure, financially free. They don't even know what that number is. But without going into all of that, the first step to starting to shift energetically your relationship with money is to start valuing yourself and money powerfully by creating what I call a bulletproof account. That it's an account. That, and it, is, it literally forms the foundation of your wealth pyramid. If you don't have that, any wealth that you're building is on rocky ground. This is a solid foundation. So you open an account, whatever type of account, doesn't matter. And you put 10% of whatever you make into that account every single time you make money. You pay yourself first. 100% of the times. And of, when you pay yourself first, part of paying yourself first is putting 10% into a bulletproof account. And you just keep putting 10%. If you cannot, if you absolutely cannot put 10% away, put 5%, because everyone can do 5%. And then the next month you increase it to 6% and 7% and 8% until you get to 10%. And then every three months, you just increase that 10% by 10%. So and after three months, it's 11%. After six months, it's 12.1% and so on. 
And you just keep building up so that you have a, you building up that cash. What that does to you energetically is mind-blowing. I could speak for another hour or two on all the ways in which that, just that, will create such extraordinary shifts for you on an energetic and a practical level. And it's not money you ever, ever touch. That is the most, they are the three most powerful things that I think anyone could start on. Amazing. I love all of these. So going back to the field visualization, finding the gift that comes wrapped in barbed wire and having that bulletproof account. Oh my God. Yes. Incredible. Love it. So my very last question for you, Judy, and I like to ask this, everyone who's on the show, Femme du Soleil, French is loosely translating into women of the sun. And to me personally, and I love how beautifully this aligns with our conversation, by the way, it represents this context of a feeling of walking on sunshine, which is a context I like to, or try to filter all of my life through. And it comes back to that being joyful for no reason. So my question to you is, what does walking on sunshine represent for you? Oh, I love it. I just love that. That is just so extraordinary. For, for, for me, how I, how, how, do you mean how I would experience it? How, yeah, what does it, just hearing that, what I just said, walking on sunshine, what comes up for you? How does it make oh, you feel? Okay. Well, for me, it is my heaven. And that is just being by the sea and seeing the sparkling diamonds in the water, the sun reflecting off the wind motion of the water. Do you ever see it? Because the sun is at a certain angle in the sky. You've got some wind on the water in the sea over the waves, and it creates these millions of sparkling diamonds. Yeah. That to me is walking on sunshine. That to me is like, it's like my, it's like my injection of inspiration, my, my power. When I see that, if I'm feeling a little bit down of premenstrual or anything sort of like a bit, oh, a bit, a bit human, you know, a bit like run down or whatever. I, that's why I live in paradise. That's why I live in the Caribbean. That's why I live in Barbados. Cause I, I live by the sea. Um, so I just go out and I take, I just drink that in. I just drink that vision in and that just is like extraordinary for me. Mm, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> thank you so much for painting that beautiful picture for us. And thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for being such an open book and sharing snippets of your story which is just out of this world and yeah where can people find you and more importantly how can they work with you um i um hang out for a lot on facebook so people can find me on facebook um i um, have a facebook group called attuned to wealth um because my my brand is attuned to prosperity it's a reminder for us all to always attune to prosperity and when we attune to prosperity there are infinite opportunities and possibilities and potentiality so attuned to all 
health is specifically it's like a step in the direction of attuning to prosperity so everyone is welcome to to come and join attune to wealth um i have like programs coming up and um all of what I do is about marrying our inner technology with our outer technology. All of what I do comes from the energetics of, of, uh, of empowerment, reconnecting to our soul. And one of the programs that I have created now, because I've created so many, I've worked with so many people that have created so much money so fast that it's not, it's just, it just blows their mind that I've actually created a 12 month container called the money generator. And that is essentially the emotions and energetics of money. Um, and, create, and I've created a 21-step plan for people to make a million dollars in a 12-month period. You don't even need to have a business already to do this. I know people can do this. When you do this work, you will make 12 million in a year. And I've had people say, oh my gosh, count me in, I'm in, oh my God, this is extraordinary, and they're in for the ride. I've had people say, not possible, absolutely not possible, and actually find themselves repelled by it mm. and, and triggered by it. And that is that says a lot. If you're triggered by that, if you absolutely cannot believe it, my, um, whether you ever work with me or not, if, if this lands for you in a way that's triggering, that's this, that's a part of your body that you feel it in your body or a thought in your head that says it's not possible. Please, 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 please start doing those three things that I've suggested because I have lived this long and experienced it so often. The power that we have is extraordinary. And when we, ex when we embody our power, our inherent power, we create the most extraordinary out of this world, uh, unbelievable magical things at speed. So, so they, and this is the way my work is, is that it triggers people or it embraces people. And, and I'm okay with both because one of the things that I love about my work, and I think it, anyone who's in the mentoring or coaching business understands this, that when you are, uh, people are drawn to work with you that's great that's wonderful but when and when people are feeling triggered it's important as coaches and mentors that we understand that we are serving the people who get triggered because the more that they are triggered the more they're going to be opening this line of inquiry and sort of like oh, why am I triggered what's going on here and then the well however long it will take they will get to the bottom of their issues whatever it is and they will find their way back we'll always find it so i love essentially magnetizing people to me but i also love and appreciate people who get triggered by me as well because i know that it serves everybody does that make sense sabrina oh absolutely yes so, so yeah, the Money Generator is an incredibly powerful program. I'm starting it in February. If anyone would love um, to join it, I would love to. It's literally, we're going to have a crazy 12 months. And I, um, it's marrying inner technology and outer technology. It's embodying the emotions and energetics of money. And it is about making a million bucks in 12 months. And I have laid out a 21 step plan that anyone can follow. It doesn't matter if you're an entrepreneur or not, you can still do it. It doesn't matter if you are um, have a business or not, you can still do it. 
so fun. <laughs> Love it. All right, I will make sure to link all of these things, obviously, in the show notes. And yeah, everyone go and immerse yourself in Judy's energy. So I feel so touched already after this short half an hour. Thank you so much for being here, Judy. Thank you, Sabrina, for having me. It's been really, really, really fun. And I am deeply, deeply grateful that I had the opportunity to share this. Thank you. Thank you. Bye for now. Did you enjoy this episode? If yes, please share it with your friends and tag me on Instagram at I am Sabrina Weber.